Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast, your go-to resource for all things real estate and all things St. Pete. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing the coronavirus. Now, I know you may be tired of hearing about it, but I thought this episode was important to do so for several reasons. One, though state officials say the threat to the public remains low, public interest in learning about the disease is high. In particular, who is most at risk and how to prevent it from spreading. Two, overnight, the first two cases for Pinellas County were reported as two men tested positive for the virus. Both men had traveled recently and both are in their 60s. Number three, earlier this week, the Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission warned Americans of companies trying to capitalize on the fear and concerns caused by the virus. The FDA and FTC specifically named seven companies to be on the watch for. Number four, yesterday, Florida's Attorney General Ashley Moody activated the coronavirus price gouging hotline and later will be sharing information if you encounter any stores that are uh, price gouging. And five, we are seeing a tremendous amount of events being altered or canceled as a result of the virus spreading. Over the past day or two, we've seen a number of events take place. The stock market has experienced volatility as the virus spreads. The Indian Wells tennis tournament was canceled. The NBA has suspended the season indefinitely after a player for the Utah Jazz tested positive. South by Southwest has been canceled. The NCAA tournament will be played in empty stadiums. Talk shows are banning studio audiences. And college classrooms are transitioning to online classes. And travel has been restricted, especially to hard-hit countries such as China, Italy, South Korea, and Iran, and just tonight the president announced travel to Europe has been restricted for 30 days. And lastly, the World Health Organization officially declared the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, to be a pandemic earlier today. And what exactly does that mean? When a disease infects a lot of people in one area in a short period of time, it's defined as an outbreak. For example, the U.S. has experienced a series of measles outbreaks over the past few years, with 2019 the worst year for measles since 1992. But those outbreaks were limited to a region or a small area. The next step would be an epidemic, and the World Health Organization defines an epidemic as an occurrence in a community or region of cases of an illness that are clearly in excess of normal expectancy. The CDC defines it as an increase, often sudden, 
in the number of cases of a disease above what is normally expected in a region. When one region of the world experiences an epidemic, the rest of the world is on the sidelines. They may shut their borders to the affected region, or they may send help, or they could do both. However, when there is a pandemic, there are essentially no sidelines. A pandemic is defined as an epidemic occurring worldwide or over a very wide area crossing international boundaries and usually affecting a large number of people. That said, it's important to remember that the term pandemic refers to how many parts of the world are dealing with an elevated rate of the disease, but says nothing about how serious the disease is. For instance, in 2009, the H1N1 fluenza was deemed a pandemic as one in five people worldwide caught the virus. However, it was not a very deadly virus with an overall mortality rate estimated at two one-hundredths of a percent. To date, there are 118,381 confirmed cases worldwide across 114 countries or territories with 4,292 fatalities from coronavirus. In the United States, there have been 696 cases, including 21 in Florida and six in the Tampa Bay area, two in Pinellas County, two in Hillsborough County, one in Pasco County, and one in Manatee County. And all six of the individuals in the Tampa Bay area have been isolated. One thing to keep in mind, Florida has the highest share of residents in their 70s, 80s, and older nationwide. The CDC and World Health Organization recommends people over 60 avoid crowded areas. Nursing homes and other elder care facilities are of particular concern, and many Florida nursing homes are screening visitors and encouraging video calls. Additionally, Tampa Meals on Wheels is preparing multi-day food packs in case one of the people they deliver to has to self-isolate for 14 days. Sadly, there are people and businesses looking to take advantage of the fear surrounding the coronavirus. And earlier this week, the FTC and FDA jointly issued warning letters to seven sellers of unapproved and misbranded products, claiming they can treat or prevent the coronavirus. The FDA says there are no approved vaccines, drugs, or investigational products currently available to treat or prevent the virus. If you're tempted to buy an unproven product or one with questionable claims, check with your doctor or other healthcare professional first. A list of the seven companies the FDA and FTC warned about can be found in the show notes. Also, the CDC says your best defense against the coronavirus is to do the following. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, and if soap and water are not available, use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your face, especially your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. 
Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Stay home when you're sick. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue, then throw the tissue in the trash. Clean and disinfect frequently touched items and surfaces using a regular household cleaning spray or wipe. And follow the CDC's recommendations for using a face mask. And those recommendations are as follows. The CDC does not recommend that people who are well wear a face mask to protect themselves from respiratory diseases. Face masks should be used by people who show symptoms of the virus to help prevent the spread of the disease to others. And also, the use of face masks is crucial for health workers and people taking care of someone in close settings, either at home or in a healthcare facility. I will include this information in the show notes as well as links to the CDC and World Health Organization website. In the intro, I mentioned that Florida's Attorney General Ashley Moody has activated the coronavirus price gouging hotline. Price gouging can be reported by calling 1-866-9-NO-SCAM or by visiting myfloridalegal.com. This information will also be included in the show notes. Violators of the state's price gouging statute are subject to penalties of $1,000 per violation and up to a total of $25,000 for multiple violations committed in a single 24-hour period. Also, it is important to note that some stores, Publix being one of them, are limiting the amount of items consumers are buying to combat coronavirus due to increased demand. So if you are out shopping, just be warned, you may be limited on the amount of items that you're able to purchase. And in the intro, I talked about widespread cancellations for many events. And while we have seen some impact locally, by and large, we have not been impacted by too many cancellations. The city of St. Pete and Tampa governments said that they are both closely monitoring the virus. The Firestone Grand Prix of St. Pete, set to take place this weekend, is staying on schedule. And performance venues such as the Straws, Ruth Eckerd Hall, and the Mahaffey are not canceling events yet, though some musicians have canceled on their own. And major theme parks like Disney and Busch Gardens have said they are in touch with health officials and are stocked up on hand soap. If you think you need to be tested, the Florida Department of Health can now test for the coronavirus in Tampa, Jacksonville, and Miami within 48 hours. And according to Governor DeSantis, CDC testing takes up to five days. Health officials advise to call ahead to a doctor or health department if you suspect you have coronavirus so they can prepare for your arrival and limit the risk of infecting others. To contact the health department directly, call 866-779-6121 or email COVID-19 at flhealth.gov. And this information is also available in the show notes. I hope you found this information useful. Thank you for listening. 
and I wish you good health in the days to come. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can listen to future episodes. And if you have a show topic that you'd like to share with me or have a real estate related question that you'd like to ask, I'd love to hear it. You can call or text me at 719-201-5022 or you can reach me via email at Nicole at SellingStPetefl.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E at S-E-L-L-I-N-G-S-T-P-E-T-E-F-L.com.